Greetings. Salutations. I'm Francis. And I'm Jordan. Welcome to the Podcast Diaries, a podcast where two friends dive deep into the world of nostalgia by rereading Meg Cabot's young adult book series. Woo! All right. Woohoo! We are we're at the end. We've done we're it. At the end, we're Book wrapping one. up. All American Girl. Who knows how it'll end? I'm so nervous. I mean, like, I'm so nervous. Sam and David are not getting along I'm right sad. now, which is obviously not ideal because they are OTP. Um, What's that? One true pairing. Oh, like that's what, it, or that's what it used. To, I think that's. I think that's still what it stands for because it was like internet slang back in the day. Of I like, like it. Uh, of like care, but it was like characters that you wanted to get together but weren't together yet. Like, mm, and then okay. eventually would get together, I guess. Cute. Um, and they had like, <laughs> weirdly, there was like a Law and Order SVU where they mentioned it because hmm. there was like a lot of like IMing involved in the episode. And like, <laughs> it was like on the stand. Someone was like, it doesn't stand for that, it stands for this. And like, Boom! Dun dun! Oh. Like the whole case is made. Dun dun! Yeah, it was the it was the uh, Jesse McCartney is in that episode. Whoa! <laughs> Throwing it back. What a time back. capsule! <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's funny. Huh? I like that. Yes, they they agree. Sam and David are OTP. Yeah. But well, we gotta see, right? Should we just go ahead and dive in? Yeah, let's do this. Tell me what we just do it. It's about. All right. So for this episode, we read chapters twenty through the end of All American Girl. And here's your synopsis. Sam picks a winning painting for the From My Window contest, and it's not Jack's, which leads him to lash out at her. At a big event, the president tells Sam to pick another painting, one that better represents the U.S. Sam asks David to talk to his father about it, and David tells Sam that she has a right to free speech. With David still upset with Sam about the party, Sam seeks advice from Lucy and Susan Boone, who help her realize what she has to do. Sam does a televised interview where she simultaneously manipulates the president into letting her pick the painting she likes for the From My Window contest and apologizes to David on the nationally televised interview. At art class the next day, David asks Sam if they can be friends, but Sam tells him she wants more than that. They become boyfriend and girlfriend, and Sam is actually glad that she isn't Gwen Stefani. Oh my god, that was amazing, as always. Thank you. I felt like, I don't know, this one was hard, but here we are. Um, All right, so Sam plans to apologize to David at art class and ask him on a date. But he doesn't show up to art class the day. It's the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. The Tuesday before Thanksgiving, also the Tuesday after the party. Yes. Sam wants to prove to David that she is unique and she wasn't just doing all these cool things um, for Jack. But she also is still like thinking she's in love with Jack. She's kind of grappling with these mixed feelings. Um, So anyway, she's disappointed that David's not at art. The next day, Wednesday, is her UN duties and she and the press secretary are choosing a painting from the from my window contest yeah and she wants to pick a painting called land of the free question mark can you paint us a picture of this painting it's actually I've always like in my head pictured this painting and I've always really liked Mm -hmm. well I've always liked the image in my head but basically it's (laughs) um (laughs) it's a, a young girl from San Diego I believe San Diego San Diego. San Diego, which is in California and is yes. on the Mexican border. See, which yes, I had to Google indeed. and I will follow up on that in a minute. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. So, <laughs> um, so we find out a, like a little bit about the author, I mean, the author, the painter, the artist. Um, the and she's like around Sam's age. And anyway, so the painting that she turns in, Sam is immediately drawn to because she thinks like immediately she's like this is what she actually sees and the image is of some like fresh laundry hanging on a line um and like she's like she can describes it really well saying like you can almost like feel the breeze that's going through the sheets on the line and then like kind of in the distance you see people going through a hole in a barbed wire fence um and they're running from people in brown uniforms which I'm I we are led to believe it's like ice 
basically, or border patrol or something along those lines, chasing people through right. a fence. Like, so ice is like the, ice is the, like, um, how would you describe them? They They're, basically are there to like air quotes, protect America from undocumented peoples entering and staying in America. They're um, like a like a police force yeah. that keeps out anyone who's trying to cross the border or like yeah. investigates people who have crossed the border and are suspect, suspected to be like illegal aliens right. as they are referred to by these organizations. Yeah, there's a lot of really sketchy laws on what illegal aliens look mm-hmm. like, air quotes. Yes. And shockingly, illegal aliens never are white weird right mm-hmm. yeah it's uh it's kind of a fucked thing i mean yeah. you guys have seen the news <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean like we're like, saying this as if no one has like no yeah I so, mean, so she's gonna pay for the wall sorry yeah exactly <laughs> oh god it's america is not the greatest place in the world <laughs> despite what they taught us in second grade <laughs> um so she has this beautiful painting um, which is obviously depicts a true what, what someone truly sees outside their window in the US, mm. but the press secretary wants somebody to pick a painting of a lighthouse. Yeah. Um, which is which, I mean, there are lighthouses. And I've well, seen and them. The per- yeah, and the person who painted the lighthouse is uh from Maine. It's from Maine, which so, means they're white. <laughs> But also that they're like decide there are like a lot of white houses. Wait, light <laughs> lighthouses. No, there maybe lighthouses as well. I've been to Maine a few times. I'm sure there are a lot oh. of white houses. But lighthouses, there are quite a few lighthouses um, mm-hmm. in Maine on the coast. Um, obviously, <laughs> where else? Would they obviously, be? Um, makes sense. So, like, and I'm sure it's a very nice painting. I'm sure it's a very fine painting. But decidedly, as Sam says, she's like, I seriously doubt that's what she sees outside of her window. Yeah, that'd be real nice, though, mm-hmm. if you do see that. Um, would you live in rich a kid? House? Probably. Would I live in one? Mm-hmm. A lighthouse? Yeah. Heck, no. Have you seen that picture of? that lighthouse in like Europe and there's this massive wave hitting it yes and like I want to live in that house oh god good I wanna, for you I want to be away from the people okay, I want to be the I opposite have, of Ariel <laughs> the claustrophobia would get to me I have bad claustrophobia and claustrophobia of like being too far away from like help or something like that would get to me every creek I would be like there's a murderer here they took a boat yeah. here just to kill me I had I'm very a, impressed that you would live there. Yeah. Well, I live alone right now. Obviously not in a lighthouse, but not in a lighthouse. I do live in a very old house and there's so many creeks. Like I've saged like three times and I do constantly hear like creeks. The other night, I, I swear to you, I heard someone walking on the rug. Under oh, my bed. I so you swear think you to have you. a ghosty? I know I have a ghosty because I literally woke up and it was like, someone's in here. Um, yeah. Ooh, it's fine, yeah. Do you think it's a friendly ghost though? I th- do you, oh. do you get malicious vibes or I mean so I when I said like go away it stopped oh so okay so maybe not a malicious ghost yeah like okay. they probably think I'm rude honestly probably you're living <laughs> in their house yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anywho would you anyway. guys in the White House let us know um so Sam sees Jack's painting which she says admittedly is very good but it's not what he sees outside his window. And it's like a painting of a bunch of disaffected youths outside of 7-Eleven. Yeah. And um, she's like describing his house because he lives in Chevy Chase, which like we got mm-hmm. the insider scoop last week. And she's like, the closest 7-Eleven to his house is in Bethesda. I don't know what that means. Um, it's like another I, neighborhood. I mean, it's not yes, outside I, his window. I presu- I presu- point. <laughs> yes, I presumed it was like not close to where he right. was. Um, so it's like, just just very clear he didn't follow instructions. And okay, so this is what I want to say quickly. So really, Jack was in not not did he, he did not benefit from Sam being the judge of the contest. In fact, he it may have hurt him oh, because yeah. she knew for a fact that this was not what he saw outside his window, despite being 
um, despite it being a good painting. Cause yeah. that's why she says she threw it out because she knows it's not what he sees. And in my mind, I was like, well, she doesn't know this is what Maria Sanchez sees. Yeah. And my dumb ass, I thought San Diego was pretty North in California. And so I was like, it's definitely oh. not what Maria Sanchez sees. She can't see the border. <laughs> so then I Googled it and I was like, oh, she can see the border. Yeah. Um, so I felt stupid, but anyway, it really hurt Jack to have Sam be the judge because she threw out his painting due to knowing where he lives. Um, but I'm sure, you know, Maria's painting's better anyway. So yes, absolutely. So Sam goes to this event called the International Festival <laughs> of the Child. Mm-hmm. Don't know what that means. I'm no. sure it's very important. And she's she's finally decorated her cast, right? With all this patriotic stuff, Liberty Bell, Portrait of Dolly Madison. I think that's so cool. Um, and a lot of people have offered to buy it. Um, Which is so and, weird. Like, have you ever had yeah, a cast? kind of gross. Like, mm-hmm. casts are disgusting. Yeah. I've never had a cast, but Stevens had quite a few, and, like, they would sit in his room for a little while, and, like, they were stinky and gross. Yeah, they're nasty. I mean, they sit on your body for weeks and weeks, even months, and you can't, like, clean them, and you're just sweating yeah. inside them. It's gross. Yeah. Um, and so... She's invited this this event and this press secretary tells her not to dress like a video jockey. A VJ. Um, a VJ. <laughs> and so Sam's very like, but Sam's like so complimented by it. She's oh like, yeah. You think I look like a VJ? And like it's very and like authentic to her. <laughs> you imagine though, like being 16 or actually on either side of that conversation. Cause like right now as an adult, <laughs> I can imagine just being like, God damn it just yeah (laughs) but like as a 15 year old I'll probably be like oh my god what really I'm so cool (laughs) yeah now I would be like what does that mean (laughs) (laughs) um so she comes home from her UN duties and she's like cranky there's all this news in the press about her dating David and Rebecca is like if you're upset that Jack's not here he and Lucy will be back soon they went to the video store to rent Die Hard Uh which is dad's favorite Christmas (laughs) movie yes (laughs) So confirmation that Meg Cabot thinks Die Hard is like the world's greatest Christmas movie. I mean, it's come up twice now. Yeah. I mean, it's great but movie. this to me says everybody knows that Sam likes Jack. Absolutely. Even yeah. her like socially inept sister. Yes. Um, so anyway, she argues with her and is like, what are you talking about? I don't like Jack, blah, blah, blah. And Rebecca's like, well, that's because you can't see what's right in front of you. And she like, she's, mm. yeah, she, I mean, obviously she's very defense, defensive and like, she says like, I am not in love with Jack. And everyone's like, first of all, no one said you were in love with him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we said you liked him. So mm-hmm. like, wow. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, uh, it, it, yeah, everybody knows. And just a quick sidebar in this scene here sam is talking about how Teresa is getting ready for her family's thanksgiving at the house but like her parents don't mind i was thinking like well what what the fuck else is she supposed to do she's at your house 24 7 i don't know it kind of rubbed me the wrong way yeah it was kind of (laughs) yeah i agree yeah it's a little like like she's our maid (laughs) there's a there's an ick factor for some reason and i can't quite put my finger on it but like yeah i hear you yeah yeah anyway Okay, so the fam- Sam's family is going to, Sam Sam tried to see Jack before she left the White House every, sorry, God, I always do that. Sam tried <laughs> to see David before she left for her UN duties and the press secretary wouldn't let her. So she hasn't seen him and she won't see him again until, she's not sure if he's going to be at the Festival of the Child on Saturday or if she'll see him at Art on Tuesday. Because mm-hmm. she has Thanksgiving, Art is canceled on Thanksgiving, obviously, so for Thanksgiving, they go to her grandma's house. And I wanted us to briefly talk about our Thanksgiving traditions. What do you do for Thanksgiving? I don't want to be negative. I hate Thanksgiving um, so much. What do you hate about it? <clears throat> like everything, um, all, all of it. Uh, <laughs> um, like when, like when we were kids, it was really fun. Cause like we would go to like <laughs> the long and short of it is there was a house out in the country that uh we would go to and it was really fun because we would just like run around outside and then like have Thanksgiving I also don't like turkey I don't like a lot of meats 
Um, I'm not that into turkey either. I'm there for the sides. Yeah, I'm a big fan of sides. Um, Now we tend to hang out with my dad's side of the family more um, Mm -hmm. on Thanksgiving. And I like, I hate the like standing up and saying what you're thankful for because like, like, what am I supposed to say? Like, what am I Mm -hmm. supposed to say? Everyone's going to say the same thing. They're thankful for fucking family or whatever. Family and friends. Yeah. Yeah. And like, all of my cousins are way older than me. And like, Mm. they, I'm bored by them. They're bored by me. And like, and also they probably have kids and like, we don't have kids. It's hard to like like that gap sometimes. I actually like their kids better than them. Like, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Thanksgiving, but uh, yeah, that's fair. That's how I have to love everything. Yeah. I like Thanksgiving, um, but mostly for the food. Um, my husband and I have spent the last few Thanksgivings just us the last couple of years, which has been nice. That sounds um, ideal. Yeah, it's chill. But we used to all go out, kind of like you were saying, like big family gathering out in like a rural area. And um, <laughs> I have this memory. So I'm like a second cousin of this big group <laughs> who are all first cousins. And the patriarch of that group before he died would always read this poem. And it was very long and each verse ended with, and I'm going to do this in his thick Southern accent. Each verse would end with father, we thank thee. <laughs> <laughs> and it was really, really long. And it's just like one of those things that sticks in my brain is like this weird thing we did every year that I didn't question growing up. And now I'm like, what the hell was that? But wait, what was the food was good. Know? I don't know. I can look it up. That's um, so, I'm, I'm sure yeah. if I Google father, we thank thee. <laughs> That's so funny. I hate to be like, I don't want to be negative. Like I I'm like very aware of our, my privilege of like having a big dinner and blah, blah, blah. It's just like always from a very young age has rubbed me mm-hmm. the wrong way of like celebrating genocide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, the, I, I like the idea of everybody getting together and like being grateful for like being alive Absolutely. and eating good food. But of course it's foundation is rooted in um, yeah. some and, like, really without bad fail, things. like someone like is gonna cry and I'm just like, why are we crying? Like what? what yeah, like everyone always gives you like especially like two of my young, young cousins give like they write out full speeches and like start fucking crying talking about what they're thankful for or whatever oh and I'm just, like this is I've never experienced that eat? our family's cold I guess we're not really <laughs> emotional people <laughs> we're very, we are a very emotional people we're very Irish in that sense of like being gotcha quite, like yeah and alcohol doesn't help sure sure yeah tell us what you do for Thanksgiving friends Anyway, sorry to derail. Just thought we'd chat about it. We have a pro and an anti-Thanksgiving, and that's a good balance, you know? Um, so circling back to the plot, Jack is bugging Sam about who'd you pick for the art contest? And she's like, mm, we'll see. And she's like, that's not a lie. We will see. <laughs> so, funny. Um, so Thanksgiving's great, whatever. They don't talk about it much. Fast forward to Saturday, the international festival of the child everyone's drinking champagne except sam who's drinking seven up and she makes this great joke that it's a nice vintage and no one laughs it's that is so funny that's That's a great joke joke. like damn but also Um, like i mean i guess we can assume too like maybe there's not like native english speakers like maybe she was just in a group of people who like weren't on her level because like we can all agree that's a fabulous joke and it makes me think that like maybe we make jokes that other people don't think are funny this makes me think about this time I laughed really hard okay so our former guest Matt works in construction right and he told me this story recently where he went to a construction site with someone and there were a bunch of dead crickets on the floor (laughs) he said to the person he was with they must be structural and he said the person just stared at them and I thought that was hilarious but he said they just stared at him like he was a fucking idiot and I was like well what happened he was like we just moved on (laughs) that's amazing good joke I thought anyway so Sam sees David at the festival and she's like alarmed when she notices he's hot he looks hot mm-hmm. like, i can't think he's hot fucking get it together sam uh, right, um, yeah. 
So she's chatting with the president and some like French dignitary or something. And she gets into a legitimate argument with the president Mm -hmm. about the paintings for the fort from my window contest. And David kind of pulls her aside and tells her, leave it alone. And, and she asks him, why can't you talk to him about it? Like he's, he's, I don't like what he's doing. She's very earnest about it as well. Like she means it very sincerely. She's like, ob- like she's like very like obviously he's not listening to me. Like I'm just some random 16 or 15 year old. Like I get it. Like I get why he's not listening to me, but why like she's like David, you should understand you're an artist. Like can you please talk to him about this? And David's very immediately shut down about it. Like no, I'm not. I'm yeah. sorry. Like I can't do that. That's not something he says he- that I will he doesn't talk to his dad about politics Mm -hmm. and he, which is funny, but fair. Yes. And Sam says, it's like, I don't even have a right to free speech. And David's like, I roll. Yes, you do. Mm -hmm. And then she fucking digs the knife in and twists it. And is like, well, Jack would try to talk to his dad about it. So (sighs) offhandedly. And like, what does that even mean? And like, we, I guess I, I guess I get it. Cause like, he is her, like her, like her Heath <laughs> I did yes her Heath but it's like he's her idea of like what protesting and radicalism is which like in the second mm-hmm. book obviously we have someone who is actually a lot better at it um mm-hmm. which we'll get into obviously but obviously but in this one like this is her suburban idea of what a radical is because he's a suburban radical person yes and so like he does a lot of things that he does there's no consequences for his actions like she even brings up like she's like he shot out the windows of his dad's practice because they were testing medications on animals and David's like what are you talking about if we don't like he's like as shitty as it is if we don't test medications on animals people would die or get Mm -hmm. hurt even worse even get me more sick so like that's a rude stupid thing to do and also like someone could have gotten hurt it's a fucking gun um yeah so it is like yeah and like and then jack is i mean i'm sorry uh david (laughs) the names for some reason are interchangeable in my brain but david is like okay i have a question for you david like says you have like he's like stay you have the right to free speech apparently saying this with gusto yes what we come to find, which like we're going to get more into, is like Susan Boone basically says like, you know what you have to do. And Sam's like, oh my God, I know what I have to do. Mm-hmm. Did you glean from him saying you have the right to free speech that he was saying like, go do an interview with the press? No, I gleaned that he was telling her that she was being like kind of whiny and yeah, s- self-pitying. Yeah. I'm not even allowed to say that I want this painting chosen. Okay. Kind of say. What do you I, think? Okay. I, I never, yeah. Like even like rereading it, like every time I read it, it's one of those, I'm like, maybe I'm missing something. Like yeah. read harder, but like never when I'm reading it, am I like, <laughs> yeah. I'm never like, oh, clearly he's saying mm-hmm. you need to go to the press. <laughs> I agree. I agree. It's a, it's a reach, but maybe that's the point. Mm-hmm. Maybe she took too much from it because she's so motivated mm-hmm. by what Susan Boone tells her. Good, good thoughts. So after that conversation, they go, she goes home, whatever. And she talks to Lucy. She, it all comes spilling out about what's been going on with David. She doesn't say anything about Jack, obviously about right. the, she's in love with Jack, but Lucy's like, um, this is easy. Like you obviously love him. And Sam is like, well, I can't, you know, in her head, I can't love him because I love Jack. But then she starts to process like, wait a minute, like my heart doesn't do that fluttery thing when I see Jack like it does with David. And, and she's like, I, I blush, <laughs> I blush around Jack, but also like I'm a redhead. I blush around everyone. And the person I blush in front of the most is David, which exactly. I don't know why I thought that was cute. It is cute. Blushing is just inherently cute. Um. And she starts to realize that maybe Jack is kind of a D-bag, which he is. Um, And so she tells him, she finally gets up the nerve to tell him that he didn't win the art contest. And he's like a massive jerk about it. He like yells at her. And I find that awful. 
Yeah. And this is, I guess, the last thing she needed to realize that he sucks and she's in love with David. And she panics then about like, oh my God, I've ruined it. We had Lucy come in in the middle because she hears mm-hmm. like Jack yelling and she's yes. like, hey, w- what's going on in here? And she stops him and she's like, absolutely not. What does she say? She says like, get a grip or something to Jack. Um, yeah. And uh and basically like stops it happening or stops him yelling at her, which is very nice and very cool yes. of her to be like, absolutely not. You're not yelling at my sister. Get out of here. She's a good big sister. Mm-hmm. Um, actually this, I'll go ahead and bring up this thing now that I've been wanting to bring up. So something I noticed is that Lucy and Jack have the same initials and number of letters in their names as Lana and Josh. <laughs> Right. And it was just something I thought about a lot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I was like, is this an, an is this intentional by Mikey Caps? I don't know. Maybe. Um, because I do think Jack is a lot like Josh, but I don't think Lucy. Well, Lucy's kind of like Lana, but like a little bit better. She, she's not she's, mean. Yeah. Yeah. Because we do know that in the end, Lana was well-intentioned. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, that's all. So... <laughs> We get a list from Sam Alistical. Top 10 reasons I am most likely to die young. Not that that would be not that that would be such a tragedy under the circumstances. <laughs> most of these are stupid and arbitrary and based on like pseudoscience. But the number one reason is that her heart is broken, mm-hmm. which is her own fault. Damn. I give myself two weeks before I croak. <laughs> <laughs> Oi. And then, okay, so I wanted to read this on page 353. Sam is trying to figure out what to do. And Lucy says, put on a tight little skirt and go over there and say, you're sorry, God. And then I'm not going to read the rest because there's a slur, but oh, yeah. I just thought it was funny that <laughs> she says, put on a tight little skirt and go over there and apologize. Right. Yeah. That's amazing. Can we talk about said slur? So the slur we're talking about is the R word. Um, As mentioned in episode one. Yes. And like I've I've recently been like randomly watching like shows from like early 2000s slash 90s um and we hear this word a lot but also are you caught up on euphoria euphoria episode three I believe just came out and I think episode, episode I think there have been four episodes out is it four episode five, five comes out today oh f- five is today okay so okay yes I just I'm watched up. episode four last night um and Maddie uses that word a lot and the first Mm -hmm. time we have heard someone tell her she can't use that word is last I mean for me last night but episode four yes you're right it's from cat right it's from yeah cat tells her like or is it yeah yeah cat's like hey I we're not like she like kind of like says it in a like we're not supposed to use that word anymore Mm -hmm. (laughs) but like that's like a really bold choice (laughs) I feel yeah, I think it's kind of dated. Do people do people still say that? I guess so. Like teenage and the, kids. And like I, yeah, at the at the shop they did. Like I would yell at them for saying it, mm, and I'm yeah. like, and they would also like call things like gay, but in a derog- like be like, oh, it's so gay. That's so like, gay. What yeah. are you talking about? Like, what mm-hmm. are you saying? Right. <laughs> like, like, what's your? And I mean, we were just talking about this. But like, like, what's your intent behind that? Like, do you actually feel this way, or are you just saying this because you heard someone else say it, and you're like, whatever? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like it's such a dated word, and like, I agree. It's weird. Don't say me. it. Yeah, don't say it. But it's 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 weird enough. It's but like this book was written in 2001. It's so jarring like, to read now. I'm sure I thought nothing now. of it when I read it. Yeah, past. But it is just weird to hear Maddie say it because I feel like it doesn't fit her character. But anyway, this is not a Euphoria podcast. I'm no, sure there is one. So there should be. It's a good show. Um, yeah, I agree. I think it's weird that it's included, but I feel like the creator seems like he sucks um so oh, what really wait hang on like sidebar this might not even go in why <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm extrapolating so he well I've been reading a lot about how the character of Kat is so little in this season because she and the creator had a like disagreement about where her character was going and he so he's like writing her out but also so you know that girl who's like living with Fez with yes. the lips yeah she's a porn star he, yeah, well, she was in a porn euphoria parody. Shut and up. Someone sent it to 
to the creator of the show and then he wanted her on the show and I I don't know I find that kind of oogie oh I think that's really funny I don't know I've just read some things like and then there was she was obviously Cassie right no she was she was Jules (laughs) in the porno oh okay Um, I can see that too okay and I don't know. I've just been, maybe I'm, I'm just like letting the media get to me too much. Just stuff about like how Cassie wanted to do fewer nude scenes and he was like, no, <laughs> but maybe, maybe I'm. Oh, well, I read the opposite that she said that she didn't have to do anything she wasn't comfortable doing. Oh, maybe. Like maybe her from I'm... her, like a direct quote where she said like, yeah, there's okay. more nudity in this, but there were times where I said I didn't want to get naked and he told me I didn't have to. If yeah, that okay. makes you feel Maybe better. then I'm reading stuff that's too gossipy. Um, so I'll I'll reserve judgment until more information is available. But I get it. No, I'm here for the judgments. I mean, like, and it's always. I mean, he's a man. Cautious. He's a white man in Hollywood on a show yes. about teenagers having sex. Automatically, I'm like me. You should definitely uh, watch though his first film, Assassination Nation. It's a, it's a retelling of. Um, I'll write that down. Fucking oh my god, The Crucible. Oh yeah, it's fucking amazing. Bella Thorne is in it for five minutes, so if you can get over her awful acting, I'll try. You're good. Um, (laughs) yeah, she's yeah, (laughs) she's the worst. Like honestly, that's the reason I avoided it for so long. And then someone, someone was talking to me about it, or no, I, you know what it was? It's I read a synopsis and I was like, this sounds like the Crucible. And then it was Mm -hmm. like, in the fun facts, it was like it's every telling of the Crucible. And I was like, all right, well, I'm in. Obviously, obviously, I'm in. (laughs) Um, well, I will give that a try. I maybe I need to not be so judgmental. No, no, I'm glad, you, I'm glad we talked about this. Yeah, I think um, we should continue to be judgmental, especially of white men. Yeah, because that's true. most of the time we end up being right about it. That's true, almost <laughs> always. All right, anyway, um, let's jump back in. So, anyway, circling back, Sam has an idea. And she knocks on the bread lady. Remember the bread lady from the first episode? She knocks on the bread lady's door early on Sunday morning. And the bread At lady what fucking sexy time? <laughs> it's what time before, is it? It's before 8 a.m. Yeah, that is unacceptable early. behavior. If someone be knocked pissed. on my door before 8 a.m., I would, well, I probably wouldn't answer. But also I would yeah. be like, who raised you? <laughs> My dogs typically wake me up before 8 a.m. on the weekend and it pisses me off every time. That's very rude. Um, you should talk to them about it. But they, at least they're my dogs. This girl knows nothing. <laughs> but she yeah. she didn't knows nothing of the bread lady other than she makes great bread. But she is wearing a sexy negligee when she answers the door and Sam asks her to make some bread and she's going to pay her. And the, uh, the bread lady is excited, which yeah. is great. Somebody likes her bread. Mm-hmm. Um, and then every time I'm talking about this, I want to eat the bread. It sounds oh my so god, good. same. Hot I'm French going shop. I'm going food shopping after this, and I think I'm going to be getting some a baguette. Sick. Maybe I should do that too. <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to do that too. Let's send each other pictures of our bread. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, the, there's this. She gets on the metro, which is like the subway in DC, with her bread sticking out of her backpack. And the whole story about this on pages 355 to 356 is very funny. Like she just has a, a funny journey to wherever she's going. We don't know yet. Um, but basically, she winds up at Susan Boone's house. And um, she said, she says on page 357, Now, I had this weird feeling she was the only person I knew who could tell me what I'd done to mess my life up so thoroughly and how I could make it right again. I mean, she had taught me how to see. Maybe she could teach me how to cope with everything I was seeing now that she'd opened up my eyes. So deep. So deep. That's very nice. And that's, I I really like a storyline of like, because Sam has gone to everyone in her life. Like she at this point has gone to like, I think she said her parents were useless, but she says the, the line is said in a way where like, Clearly, she asked both of her her mom and dad for advice. She mm-hmm. asked. She said Rebecca's useless, <laughs> and then yep. um, Lucy's advice was obviously to wear a skirt. Um, Teresa's not available, so like she's like, I really, I don't know. I just really like when some like especially characters are like, this is a trusted adult. Uh, mm-hmm. He's not a creep, and like we can trust other people to ask for advice. I don't know. I like mm-hmm. it. I like it too. I agree. So she goes to Susan Boone's with her bread. And she kind of, not she knocks on the door and she's like, well, I had to bring bread because like, if I don't bring something and I'm showing up at someone's house, like that's rude. So, so she uninvited. Kind of, 
Right. Basically uninvited. So she kind of awkwardly stumbles through the first few minutes there. Susan gets out some jam and some butter for the bread. And Susan obviously weaves David into the very casual light conversation they're having. Oh, I'm sorry. Before we get into the real reason that we're at Susan Boone's, I noticed on Facebook this past week that there was discussion of how Americans heat water for tea. There was. And you chimed in. (laughs) Yes. You very proudly mentioned your um, electric kettle, I believe you have. Yes. It was a gift from a good friend of mine when we got married. Oh, that Shout is out to my friend, Nick DiMatteo, who I call Dick nice. affectionately. I would actually really like to have like a survey of this because I personally have never heated water in a mug in the microwave because that's the dumbest way to do it. The mug gets hot and then you burn your hands. Oh, I always used to do it that way till I had oh, my really? electric kettle. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. But did you not always burn your hands? Well, the handle, you, if you're using a decent mug, I feel like the handle's okay. And like, no? did you not have like a kettle f- on your stove? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> My parents were, are not tea people. Oh, okay. Well, we so always- I never grew did, up with that. Oh, we, we did, we always have um, iced tea, mm. which you always have, you have to boil and then it cools and then- Yeah, no, we did that on the stove just in a pot because we'd make large quantities of it. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's such fair. a long silence. <laughs> okay. I, was, I realized I was so sorry. Disgusting. No, I was no, I was like shaking my head listening, and I remembered this is an audio format. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's set up a poll. How do you make your tea? Electric kettle, traditional stovetop kettle, microwave, or you just don't. Or you just don't. Like, yeah. You know, that's all options. Always, yeah. If there's a fifth option out there, let me know what it is. Like over the fire. There's there's (laughs) always like sun tea. (laughs) You make sun tea? (laughs) I don't know why I think that's so funny. Okay. Yes. I'm glad you brought that up. There was discussion in the MCU Facebook group. Yes. Um, Okay. Anyway, but back into like the actual plot of this book. Back into the actual plot. She makes tea to go with the lovely baguette they're having. And she weaves David into the conversation because she fucking knows why Sam is there. Yes. And Sam, in typical Mia fashion, blurts it all out. <laughs> it all comes tumbling out. And then at the end, she wraps up by saying, and I can't possibly be related to Dolly Madison because she didn't have any surviving children. And she's sad by that. But it's okay because she's her own Madison. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Susan says, Sam, David told you what to do. You heard him, but you didn't listen, (laughs) which is a lot like um, the whole you see it, but you don't see it or you're looking, but you're not seeing advice. And she's like, David told you you have the right to free speech. She doesn't outwardly tell her what to do. But to me, this felt exactly like Dr. Nuts with um, Princess Amelie's letter. Yes. What do you think? Do you agree? Yeah, yes. And but I also feel like like Dr. Nuts's advice, the, I mean, there's a lot to like decipher within the suggestion. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot of different ways you could go with said advice. Like, I don't think it outright, True. like, like Sam's like, this is crystal clear to me. This is crystal clear what she is suggesting. Yes. Um, and immediately she calls um, Candace Wu. Yeah. Also. And I want to say something about that. Hold on. Wait, I okay. want to read a quote. I think um, she says when she's wrapping up like with Susan, she says, which just goes to show that Susan was right about one thing anyway. Sometimes what you want is right in front of you. All you have to do is open your eyes and see it. That's very true. So and, introspective. Yeah. But also I want to talk about Susan Boone's hot boyfriend, Pete. Yes. Susan <laughs> Boone has a hot boyfriend who Sam initially thinks is her son because mm-hmm. he's maybe younger than her or maybe he just looks younger. Yeah. Well, it's um, like Susan Boone has like white hair. So I feel like that can like, even that if can your make face you look looks older. Like, yeah. 
yeah. and be perceived as older at the very least but he has like a Harley Davidson tattoo but he seems like a really like sweet dude and he has like a handlebar mustache and he's wearing like Sick. chaps um yeah yeah good. You he's, know what? he's alternative good for Susan <laughs> honestly good for Susan Love it. I wrote in my Proud notes get it Susie B hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> so so she thinks she knows what to do which is more than Francis and I would take from the conversation yeah <laughs> She decides to do a TV interview and she chooses kind of like a lesser known journalist named Candace Wu. And about this, in my mind, when we were doing our Princess Diaries episodes for book two and she does the interview with, what's her name? Mm-hmm. What the fuck was her name? Who she does the interview with? Whoever. Sure. I don't, yeah. In my mind, I had mixed that up with this because I thought I remembered Mia saying, I wanted to choose someone who wasn't super famous because I like them, but that was in this book. Yes. So anyway, I was mix- mixing up Maggie Cab books from from back in the day. I mean, I just feel like this is such an extreme response. And like, I'm not against it by any means. Just like it does, though, make me nervous <laughs> as <Yeah>. a person. <laughs> she, she goes hard. She yeah. takes... She takes Candace Wu and her film crew to the press secretary's office where she's like, here's the painting I wanted to pick, but the president <laughs> told me no because he wants me to pick something that makes America look nice. And Andy was like, you can't do that. And Candace is immediately like, oh, I'm sorry. Actually, this house is provided by the American people. So are you saying that like the American people aren't allowed to know what's happening? Like all of this on camera and Andy's just like, no, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. And like immediately leaves the room and like I'm sure goes yeah. to the president's office. Yeah, so they shut it. They immediately pack up before anybody can come back and tell them, don't air that. And they go <laughs> and they video Sam getting her cast off. And then they video Sam at her house. And while she's at her house, she gets a phone call from the president. And the president's like, what's this I hear about? <laughs> you thinking I don't like your painting? And um, she's like, but you said. And he's like, I did no such thing. We all want Maria to win. We love Maria's we painting. love her and her painting. And they what go and film Maria, and that is really what she sees outside. Yeah, Maria. it's nice. My skeptical heart can rest with ease that she really does see that, even though that's very sad. And it's um, really sweet. Like I can like picture this now too. Of like it says when she when they told her she won, she starts crying and like she's really excited. And like I'm just like picturing it in my head. I'm just like it's so precious. It's so Imagine nice. if she had picked Jack. Jack would have been like, yeah, well, my painting was the best. Obviously. Oh, okay. <laughs> so anyway. Sam, I think it's cool that she did that. It was bold. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I thought it was really cool, especially, but I will say like the nerve wracking part though is like the end of the interview when Candace asks, oh, sorry. Sorry, I just want to say, it just occurred to me. It's a lot like what Mia did, right? She she makes this very public declaration. Yeah. And there's no going back. Oh yeah. Um, like only I guess for Samantha- for Samantha, there was going back because they didn't air that because it worked. <laughs> right, because it worked out. Yeah, yeah, of course. But yeah, anyway. Oh, I also a, but it was a very badass move. It was a badass move. And also another badass move, Samantha donates her cast to the Smithsonian instead of yeah. selling it. I think that's really cool. The Smithsonian is a, is a museum like chain in yeah. America. Oh, and they're of, free. They're All, free. They're, yeah. And there's different like themes like there's the air and space (laughs) the like natural natural history and then I guess she gives it to the one that has like the American history one yeah that has like the first American flag and Dorothy's red slippers and all that shit yeah which also too she brings up a really good point and she's like thank goodness they wanted it because like how embarrassing would that be no that'd be so embarrassing they're like uh no thanks um we don't want but it's extra cool because she drew all the America stuff on it yeah well in the in the um the news the museum and the museum Mm. uh that is in dc they have like a bunch of really cool stuff they have something of ted kaczynski's and i can't oh they have his the unabomber oh they have his cabin like they Mm. literally have his cabin i mean that happened near here somewhere um i learned recently oh like his he he was like holed up somewhere yeah like because he hated he, he hated technology so he like Makes lived sense. in a cabin with no electricity um but also well whatever conspiracy theories uh mk ultra yada 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 um <laughs> if you're ever in dc check out some of the smithsonians they're really yeah, cool they're great 
Yeah. So anyway, I'm sorry. What were you going to say about the other ballsy thing, Sam? The other ballsy thing is that like, obviously it's scripted and like Sam knows this or we know this and Sam knows this and like, whatever. Anyway, um, Candace brings up David and she's like, there's some rumors going around and Sam's like, what are you talking about? Um, but this was planned at the the stipulation of Sam to do the interview. She wanted her to ask this. So she's not being, Candace is being cool about it like it's not gross uh and basically sam says like i like him and i think i messed it up because i did something that was unkind and i i hope he forgives me and i hope that we can be together i'm like whoa that's so scary even rebecca tells her it was incredibly brave braver Mm -hmm. than jumping on the gunman yeah and I think too that that's wild because the entire country will see it or everyone watching the interview will see it. Like again, wow. how so you're you're so embarrassing. What if he says no? Uh, what if the Smithsonian said no? What if David said no? Yikes. Yeah. Ooh. But okay, we are actually too, this leads us into like a slight plot hole. Oh, tell me. Which I okay. So or do um, you want to circle back to it? I don't think so. It leads pretty much into it. Like, because basically the whole family's there and we're talking and like Rebecca immediately changed the channel and, um, and, uh, Sam is like, she realizes she's like, Oh, Lucy, where is Jack? Mm -hmm. And Lucy says that she broke up with him because he was mean to Sam and like, again, best big sister ever. Um, Mm -hmm. however, Sam says to Lucy, it's almost your senior prom. Oh, yeah. Good point. Because in the next do? book, she's a senior. Yeah. Mm. Which is a year later. You're right. Yeah. Didn't even occur to me. Yeah. And then, like, basically the long and short of it is, is that Sam is like, listen, um, or well, like, Lucy's like, I'm going to start going out with this nerd. And everyone's like... And she's like, Sam, Lucy says, like, Sam, like, you made dating a nerd popular and blah, blah, blah. And then the, her parents are like, uh, Lucy, if you want to go out with this guy, he's smart. Like, you should absolutely do that. And Sam says, I know you really like him. I appreciate the gesture, but you should go out with Jack if you want to go out with Jack. Like, I think there's no problem with that. And even though, like, he was mean to me this one time, like, please don't hurt your own heart for the sake mm-hmm. of myself, which is really nice and really big of Sam. Agreed. I think that that whole exchange is freaking wonderful. Um, Mm -hmm. But Lucy does say that Sam has started a trend of dating nerds. And so maybe Lucy will give that a try. Mm -hmm. Um, So put a pin in that. (laughs) We haven't said that a lot. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we have. Yeah, put a pin in it. So the next day at school, Lucy and Jack are already back together. But Jack apologizes to Sam, even though I don't think it was a great apology. It still was one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So... We get to art class. Jack is wearing a no doubt t-shirt. Do we think this was intentional? Oh my God. I think so. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I think it was a message. Yeah, it absolutely say, was. I saw the interview. Here I no am. Doubt. <laughs> no doubt. No <laughs> doubt. Oh, geez. That's good. So they start, Sam wants to say something, but she can't quite get it out. They start drawing. David throws her a note and it says friends and she's gonna write back yes but then she's like no it's now or never no doubt (laughs) she says I want to be more than friends and he says what about Jack and she says Jack who and all I'm sorry this is such a detour all I can hear in my brain is from that episode of Gilmore guys when they play that clip of Taylor going Shaq who (laughs) (laughs) That's all I hear. Shaq who? Shaq who? (laughs) That's all I hear when I hear Jack. If you haven't listened to Gilmore Guys, it's really funny. Yeah, absolutely. Listen to it. Yeah. Um, and she says, "Jack who?" And he replies with a heart. (laughs) Amazing. I mean, amazing. Like it could not have gone better. It's couldn't have gone better. She was bold, and it paid off. Absolutely. Got to risk it to get the biscuit, folks. Absolutely absolutely so then we we go to a week later she wraps up that by saying he loves me Um, which like again I mean whatever I think we throw 
they're teenagers. They're going to throw that word around pretty willy nilly, but for sure. But maybe he does. We're here for it. We're here for it. A week later, they have the ceremony where she gets her medal that Catherine was so concerned about. Um, she says it's solid gold too, which like, whoa, I hope she doesn't get taxed on that. Did you know Olympic athletes get taxed on their medals? I know, not but their medal isn't cash. <laughs> How do you pay a tax on that? Because it's like, it's a form of wealth. That's like bullshit. if you had, if you had a gold bar, you would be taxed on it. So like, if you get engaged to someone and they buy you like an expensive ring, do you have to pay tax on that? Well, I mean, like if you're getting it insured, et cetera, but also like you're already paying tax because mm. you've purchased it. Oh, right. Oh, right. Cause it's like a gift. Okay. Like you have to pay tax on like, if you win survivor, you have to pay right. tax on your winning. And like the okay. lottery, et cetera. Yeah. Right. That's bullshit. Yeah. I'm doing currently in the process of doing my taxes. Oh, God, I need advice. to do mine still. <laughs> God. It's so stressful. <laughs> anyway. So she says that at the, at the metal ceremony her mom makes her wear something that she wouldn't wear but she doesn't care because she's in love and when mm-hmm. you're in love you don't care about what you're wearing I like that yeah it's nice that like you're just confident too right yeah and David's wearing a suit and tie she says he looks hot and she also says they've been doing a lot of kissing mm-hmm. Ew. nice um, slut. and <laughs> what a slut <laughs> and at the ceremony this is one of my favorite parts he pulls her aside they go to the family's quarters and he shows her that where he carved her name next to his in the windowsill he added a little plus mm-hmm. ah, that's so cute uh, that is really amazing isn't that the dream someone carving so your initials cute. and something and like doing a plus and a heart and like heck yeah that's that's ideal that's the dream especially mm-hmm. if they get it tattooed like on their butt or something oh hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> And then the book ends with the top 10 reasons I'm glad I'm actually not Gwen Stefani. And yes. that is just such growth. So cute. Um, reason number eight is very funny. It is, I don't think singing <laughs> and songwriting could ever be as satisfying creatively as drawing a really excellent egg. <laughs> I mean, where's the lie? And the number one reason is because then I wouldn't be me. Very cute. So cute. Very cute. Very nice. We love to see it. We'd love to see it. Mm-hmm. And I would love to learn something from you now that we've wrapped up. And then after I learn something from you, I have a fun little section I want to do. So okay. because we have, well, it's not like a big part of this one. We just have Thanksgiving like mentioned in it. But because of that, I thought I'd talk about the turkey pardon and how that okay. came about. It's actually kind of like, weirdly, there's <laughs> there's sign up, kind of some like conflicting info on it, which like, I don't, I think I mentioned this, but where I got most of my like research was from like whitehouse.gov, which I don't know if you've ever been on the site, but it's fucking awesome. <laughs> there's a lot of great I have not. It's really fun. And like every year there's a, um, a, like, there's a yearly Christmas ornament that they have. Cute. It's always really fun and cute, but they also do like whatever. There's a lot of fun stuff on there. A lot of fun history. If you're looking for any info, but Basically, this is the info that I had about it, which was, okay, so it's often stated that President Lincoln's 1863 clemency to a turkey reported in a 1865 dispatch by White House reporter Noah Brooks was the origin for the pardoning ceremony. Um, However, well, okay, not however, but then like on top of that, reports of a tur- of turkeys gifted to the president can be traced back all the way to 1870. So that does kind of make sense. And like, I guess it kind of makes sense because like Abe Lincoln, with all the good he did, was decidedly not a super popular president during his presidency because of, you know, war. Um, right. Regardless of what the war stands for, like people don't, during wars, presidents in the polls uh, are not popular, like regardless. So right. it would make sense that someone was like, what if we like, I don't know, pardon a turkey or something. But at the same time, Thanksgiving was not super huge um, until, well, I guess like it's around this time. So it sort of fits. Um, but like, yeah, Thanksgiving wasn't like massively celebrated in the U.S. like until like really the 1900s. Have you seen the tweet 
about some or like the TikTok where someone's reading a tweet where they talk about people born in the 1900s. <laughs> yes, I think you sent it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was like, a total sidebar. <laughs> like, first of all, why would you say that? Um, yeah, anyway. Shut the hell up. Yeah. So, okay. So anyway, so actually for a very long time, um, there was a Ro- Rhode Island poultry dealer, Horace Voss, I believe is how you pronounce that, V-O-S-E, Voss. Um, gifted the first family turkeys from 1870 to 1913. After that, turkeys would come from all over, becoming a national symbol of good cheer. Um, and then after 1981, the practice of uh, sending the uh, pardon turkey to a farm became the norm. So uh, there's actually like a really fun, um, one of my favorite West Wing episodes is when CJ, basically the person, I don't know if this is the facts, but within the West Wing, it's presented that there are two turkeys presented to the, the secretary, I mean, the press secretary, um, mm-hmm. and they have to like choose which one gets pardoned. And CJ obviously is like, well, what happens to the one I don't pardon or don't doesn't get pardoned and they're like oh it's going to like a family in Rhode Island or whatever and she's like <laughs> who's gonna fucking die I have to choose who lives and who dies <laughs> I would not want that responsibility on my shoulders. I wouldn't either but it's a really amazing episode and w- during this episode <laughs> this is total sidebar but during this episode it's there's this really beautiful storyline where the president is trying to find a good carving knife. He's sending out Charlie, his like basically personal assistant um, to uh, try to find a good like carving knife. And like every time he brings carving knife, he's like, mm, I don't know, maybe not this one. And then finally Charlie's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, what is with you in this carving knife? And he's like, my father gave me this. It was crafted. It's been handed down for generations. The original was crafted by uh, a blacksmith in Boston named Paul Revere. Oh, and wow. The reason it's so important to me is that I've always wanted to give it to uh, a son and uh, that's why I'm giving it to you. And it's just Aww. like this moment where you're like, oh my God, it's amazing. Yeah. And, and in the entirety of the episode, the president is also on hold with Butterball asking <laughs> a question about like how to cook turkeys. And truly it's the greatest show ever written. And that's yeah. what I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we just got some really good turkey content. Butterball yeah. is a company that sells like tur- turkeys for you to cook. And this is a real thing that on Thanksgiving or like around Thanksgiving, they have a 24-hour hotline that you can That's call so with funny. all of the turkey questions. That. Yeah. Huh. Well, I feel like I've learned a little bit more about turkey and Thanksgiving and presidential <laughs> turkeys on Thanksgiving. So thank you. <laughs> for the history lesson um that's funny I, I guess I didn't really know where the history of like the pardon came from it's all a um, little wishy-washy like there's no because like obviously like it's saying that he pardoned a turkey that he tar- 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 pardoned a turkey in 1863 but it was then not like reported upon until 1865 so that's a pretty big gap so it could have no. just been like something that I mean, it could have just been made up, honestly. Yeah. Well, I like it. I'll yeah. take it as truth. It's very fun. And also, well, if, you're ever, if you're ever bored and you want to, like, have a good little smile, um, all the turkey pardons are recorded. Obama has some pretty fabulous jokes, I must huh. say. And, like, and it's always really fun because, like, they make the kids, they have kids that are, like, around the age. So, like, Sasha and Malia had to stand there. And, oh, like, that's cute. they were always, like, they would laugh, but like normally it was like one of those laughs where they're like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like embarrassed laughter. Yes. Because <laughs> it's a laughter. lot, it's very punny. That's um, cute. Okay, yeah. I'm going to check that out. Maybe I'll post one. Um, oh, yeah. So you guys can enjoy that with us. Well researched as always. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you for educating us. <laughs> um, okay, so I have a section I would like to do called Princess Diaries vs. All-American Girl, where we're going to go through some characters who I think are our counterparts and pick one. Okay. One one has to go, one can stay. Oh no, okay. So let's start with Josh versus Jack. Oh no. 
I feel like Jack, because I feel like Jack at least is better intentioned. I agree. I think Josh has to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, Josh, Josh sucks slightly more than Jack. Yeah. Okay. So we're in agreement on that one. Yeah. All right. Dr. Nuts versus Susan Boone. This one's hard. This I don't want to really choose. Hard. Uh, no. What did you choose? You go first. I think it, a lot of these aren't fair because we have yeah. 11 books of Princess Diaries and we only have one yeah. so far of All American Girl, but I think I have to pick Dr. Nuts. Uh, I feel like, like I, I pick yeah. him over Susan Boone, like Susan Boone goes. Um, I, I don't know why. <laughs> oh God, I don't know. I kind of want to pick Susan just because I'm like, but she's an artist, but I don't know. That's I fair. Think Dr. Nuts had like their own. more of a impact. Oh God. I don't know. I'm going to pick Susan. I'm going to pick Susan. I want to pick. Okay. Her. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm going to post these as polls too. So okay. All right. Michael versus David. I think I know who you're going to pick. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like overall I do. I like David more. Like, okay. and I mean, and not that I dislike, I grew to like Michael. We've discussed mm-hmm. this. There's 53 episodes about it, but I off, off of like the top, I liked David from the beginning. I agree. I think I picked David over Michael. We'll do it again after book two. Oh my goodness. But I think I picked David. Okay. All right. Damn, that one. feels like, whoa, that feels like very whoa. crazy. Like I'm, whoa. I, I don't know. I just something about him I prefer mm-hmm. um okay hardest one Mia versus Sam this one's like impossible I okay here's my reasoning I think I would pick Mia but that is exclusively because I feel a deeper emotional connection to her yeah whereas I think Sam is overall uh, a little bit better adjusted <laughs> and a little bit more my speed of person yeah like if I were to be friends with one of them I'd probably enjoy being friends with Sam more than Mia sure but I love Mia on a deeper level yeah absolutely I yeah I I can agree with that I but uh, yeah, we just, we have more content of Mia. So I feel like I do have like a deeper understanding of her. And mm-hmm. like, even though I do like, of like Meg's Cabot series, like All American Girl, I think is my favorite. But I think if we have to choose one, like I, I, I like your reasoning. Like, I feel like I, I know more about Mia and I've like been on a longer journey with her mm-hmm. than I have with Sam. So yes, that's like, how I feel. Yeah. So I feel like I do have to pick Mia. All right. Well, you guys have to let us know how you feel. I didn't like that. For those polls. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we don't have to do it again. It is hard. It is hard. Um, all right. Let's, let's besmirch our loser and crown our winner. Let's do it. I have a hard time with loser. I was between the president and Jack. Um, although they did both kind of redeem themselves towards the end. Yeah. I th- what do you think? I, th- I think the president, because he has less backbone. Like, at least Jack <laughs> apologizes. But the president is just like, I never said that. <laughs> yeah, that never happened. The press was going to look bad. Yeah, okay, I like that. Let's go with the president. Okay. Yeah. Did you have someone like else that. other than no. those two people? Oh, okay. No, I had, yeah, I actually, I had the same. Um, okay. So I actually had four people to choose between. <laughs> For my winner, I had Lucy, David, Susan, and I ultimately decided on Sam. Right, of course. But, okay, argument for Lucy, she breaks up with Jack because of how he treated Sam. She helps Sam with David. David, because he really stood his ground on what he believed in. Susan, because she's really cool. She has a hot boyfriend. She helped out <laughs> Sam. But yeah. Sam, I mean, Sam made some big moves. Yeah. I mean, yes, Sam's, Sam's the winner of this book. Like, she, she has a lot of growth. She, I mean, like, uh, for the whole book. I mean, she saves the president from being shot. She gets a boyfriend, which obviously is the most important thing that you can do in your life. It's all um, you can do. Yeah. I mean, if you don't have a boyfriend like what are you even doing I mean yeah like you're sad (laughs) (laughs) you're sad (laughs) oi yeah no I agree yeah Sam Sam's definitely the winner but 
very close contenders, obviously Lucy, David, Susan. That makes sense. I, I agree with those. So you have a lot to tell us about friends. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all have to, I mean, look out for the poll for like who you would have to choose. I mean, these are obviously very big decisions and these I know are hard. in the Facebook group, y'all just read all American girls. So like, it'll be fresh in your minds or well, I guess you read it like in the past month or so, but also look out for the poll about tea. Yes, obviously tea. that's very important. <laughs> We're gonna need to, and also how you choose to spill your tea. Uh, <laughs> Solid. <laughs> you. Um, no, yeah, there's lots of important stuff to tell us about. Um, and is there anything else? Have you? Uh, what's a big gesture? What's a big ooh. gesture that you have done or that has been done to you? That's what I want to know. I love big a gesture. story like that. I love a big gesture, especially when it's like with a, a, a consensual gesture where like, you know, it's going to be received positively. Um, not like a sad, creepy, like gross guy. So, I yes. mean, you can tell us those too. I would love to hear. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of places where you can give us this information. We have Facebook, The Podcast Diaries, Instagram, The Podcast Diary One. On Twitter, we are The Podcast Diary. You can send us a whole email at podcastdiary at gmail.com. And you can find all of this info on our website at thepodcastdiaries.com. Thank you, Francis. Um, <laughs> that was wonderful. But we're not done, folks. Heck no, we're thinking? not done. Heck no, we have a whole other book to read. Next episode, two weeks from now, we will be reading Ready or Not, the sequel to All-American Girl, chapters one through four. Read those along with us. Please. It's going to be so fun. Thank you for See being you here. here today. We yeah, love you, you all. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for being here today. And all that's left to do is say an all-American goodbye to you. And to you. Bye. Bye.